Freeman. This is the Freeman Gay College Football Podcast. I am Todd here as usual with Andrew. We're here to bring you another win total episode, our very last win total episode of the preseason. Uh, this one, the ACC Coastal Division, Andrew, the loaded Coastal Division. Loaded by far, right up there with the Big Ten West for most entertaining, bang for your buck entertainment every single year. Well, there's not as much entertainment because the turnover chain is gone in my end. Well, you are <laughs> not wrong. Gotta gotta create a culture there. I think Pittsburgh does the dunk with the little basketball hoop, or yeah, maybe they did it. No, oh, it's cool. not the same. It's not, not as cool. I'm not saying it's the same. But, uh, I mean, this, it truly is amazing that from like 2013 to 2020, every single member of the division won that side of the division. Seven years in a row, it was a different champion. Then COVID hit that and is Notre crazy. Dame. Duke, it's did. crazy. Duke played uh, Florida. The Knowles. Yeah, they should. The National oh title goodness. year. I was at that game. Uh, the year Georgia Tech won it, they upset the Knowles, didn't they? They did not. Uh, the Knowles, That was in 14 when the Knowles went to the playoff. Uh, they It was close. Okay. It, was, it was like 38-35, I believe, uh, in the title game. Georgia mm. Tech won it further back. Uh, they beat Clemson one year, I believe. Paul Johnson yeah, days triple option. I was thinking of the game. I know I know Florida State lost to Georgia Tech at Georgia Tech one year. That was during the year, yeah. On yeah, the on the field the goal. Yes. They tried to yes. kick like a 90-yard field goal and, and returned it. Yes. And, and the announcer crazy. said, "What a time to be alive!" And, and I, I was, never I was Mark at Jones. your house, and you were—you were at my house. I was here. I watched this with you. I, I don't know about that. Oh but. yeah, we were downstairs. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. <laughs> I remember the look on your face. It was a tough scene. I, I don't think you're correct because I remember I was upstairs watching that game. Nope, that's incorrect. It was the the beginnings of the crumbling of the Jimbo Fisher era. This is in, we'll have to agree to disagree. This is incorrect. <laughs> I was here. I vaguely remember the ICC title game. I had that on downstairs when we and because that was the night Ohio State beat Wisconsin by a billion to get into the playoffs. The ACC title game, which I mean, who's who was in that? Georgia Tech, but Florida State won that game. That was the year that uh, we went to the playoff and then got blitzed by Oregon. But that's fine. I vaguely remember a house full of company well, that night. But no, you, it wasn't a houseful. It was like <laughs> like me and like one other person. We're anyway, not here to talk about the Knowles rise in 2013. We're here to talk about the, the ACC The Pittsburgh Coastal. Panthers is what we're here to talk about. Defending ACC champions. The 11-win Pitt Panthers. Kenny uh, Pickett ain't walking through that door, though. Lines at nine. Nine Slo- seems aggressive. Slovis. Slovis is ready for it. Keaton. Though. Transfer from USC. Jordan Addison, don't even need him. <laughs> you kind of do. The Litnikoff winner, do not need him. We're getting <laughs> back to the ground to pound. Mark Whipple, OC, he's taking it on down to oh, Nebraska. No. Who knows what we're going to get back to here in Pittsburgh. West Virginia, Tennessee at Western Michigan, who beat them last year. Rhode Island is your September. Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, bye week at Louisville, at North Carolina is your mm, October. I don't. I don't like this. Syracuse at Virginia, Duke, and at Miami, which very well could be for the ACC title number nine. Nine, he said. Can they get a push? I think push is very much on the table. But what's more likely here? Ten or eight? They won <clears throat> ten games in the regular year last year. 
Only losses, Miami by four at home and Western Michigan by three. They return eight on the offensive end and seven off the defensive side, including a very stout defensive front. I want to believe in the Pittsburgh Panthers. Don't do it. It's a trap. I just don't love Narduzzi. It's a trap. You going under? I'm going under. We don't know anything about their offense. Under nine. I mean, not the push is more likely to happen probably. Yeah. But although I don't know, I can see a scenario where eight, eight and four. You happens. can Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna guarantee Virginia Tech. I mean, what what's a guaranteed Why? win? Western Michigan, Rhode Island, and Georgia Tech. I mean, they lost to Western Michigan last year. Even then, what do you got? Duke. Four. Syracuse. Syracuse five. Five. One of the Virginias. I'm with you. I think eight and four is very yeah. much in play. At Miami, at North Carolina, and at Louisville, you're going to tell me you're going to yeah. not lose all those, and then you throw in Virginia. Who knows what they're going to be? Under. I think there's enough there on the on meat on the bone there to be worried about uh, regressing back to eight and four this year. That's right. The Miami Hurricanes, the U, as they like to be called, that number eight and a half. Andrew, what are you seeing? I see Bethune, Cookman, and Southern Miss to open up the year to get to 2-0. and At Texas A&M and then Middle Tennessee to close out September, a bye week before North Carolina at Virginia Tech. Duke at Virginia seems manageable. November looks like Florida State at home at Georgia Tech at Clemson and Pittsburgh. Man, there's five gimmies, maybe six if you take Virginia or Virginia Tech. One of the two. Um, eight and a half? Eight and a half. They got to win nine. And they're a team. They're the North Carolina State of the Coastal. You Anytime you put expectation on them, they just fall flat on their face. New coach, though, trying to get me to believe last year's losses were Alabama, Michigan State, Virginia at North Carolina. And Florida State, there are three conference losses. And I remember saying this after, directly after the season when Manny Diaz got fired. There are three conference losses. Virginia by two when they missed the last second field goal. Mm-hmm. North Carolina by three when they uh, had the ball at like the 30-yard line at the end of the game and threw a terrible batted up-in-the-air pick. Florida State by three. Florida State by three in which they had a lead late in the game, couldn't get off the field on fourth and 14. So, so what I'm what saying, saying is 10-2 and two was on the table. Very much so. You can say the same thing about a win at Georgia Tech. You can say the same about the win at Pittsburgh and NC State right. when they all A win's a win, a loss is a loss. Correct. It all balances out. Mm. Eight and a half. I'm going to say over. I think they lose to Clemson and A&M, and then they're going to be favored in the other 10 games. I will say over as well because they actually have a quarterback. Possibly at season's end we'll be saying the league's best quarterback. I don't know that I'm ready to commit to that just yet, but it could happen by the end of the year. They have a quarterback, and I think that's why I'm taking him. Yeah, over. Over eight and a half. Boy, that's a lofty number. (laughs) That is a lofty number. Come on, don't let me down, Hurricanes. The North Carolina Tar Heels. The Heels, that one is at seven. Seven wins a team that won six of them last year. With Sam Howe, their best quarterback in years. Uh, We talk a lot about uniforms on this show. 
How do we feel about North Carolina's blue? Don't love them at all. In general or just in the football realm? Uh, In general. I don't love the color. No, I don't know about that. I don't love the color. I think they can they can come out every now and then with some. I like good their. Looks. Um, they have like a dark. I don't know if it's black or like a it's charcoal. Blue. It's dark blue. Is it is it yeah. dark blue with yep. the light blue? Okay, yeah. that one, that one's pretty good. I like that one. Every now and then they'll come out with a good um, look. I like that one. I think if they, I kind of like their all whites, but like you know how their striped on the side is like that weird diamond. argyle like yes. sweater look. Yeah, I don't love that. I kind of do. Ugh, yeah. Florida A and M at App State. Florida A&M's week zero, by the way, App, App State on September 3rd. They're about a three-point favorite. And I just got intel today, actually, that one of their top receivers. His not, sources. His sources yeah, have said. Not Josh Downs. He's one of the best receivers in the nation. Uh, I think they're number two man, and I apologize. I should know. It might have been Emery Simmons. Uh, anyway, one of their top targets just went down with a six- to ten-week injury. Uh-oh. Uh, so that could affect my stance on North Carolina. Uh, at Georgia State in week three, bye week on the 17th of September. Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, and at Miami is quite a three-game stretch. At Duke, and then another bye week. Uh, Pittsburgh on October 29th at Virginia, at Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, and NC State to wrap things Ooh, up. I, I need mean, to get to eight. You need to get to seven to push, but... Seven or not seven and a half? Nope, just seven. Seven. I've said it in the past, even with the injury news today. I'm going to go over. I think the weight of expectation being off of them frees them up to just go out and play some ball. They're still undecided on a quarterback as well. Drake May, redshirt freshman. Jacoby Chriswell, another redshirt freshman. Going to be one of those kids. Uh, I mean, even the game at App State is not going to be promised. It That's is not be a toughie. It, it would not shock me at all. It'd be very ACC brand yeah. to go ahead and lose that. I one. wouldn't mind going to that one if I don't head down to Florida. A little Boone action. A little Boone. That's North the Carolina week before action. Florida. Is it? Yeah, week one. Because oh, they got the week they, zero. They play the week zero game. Yeah. Man, um, I'll be different and go under. I just don't see this game. Well, I don't see this team winning eight games. The push is more than likely to happen. Yeah, but they're not winning eight games. I think they can. So I'll take under. Notre Dame, Miami, and Wake Forest. You and NC State at home though at the end of the year. Those you might no. be an underdog. You might be favored in all the other eight games. I don't love it. I it'll be it. it'll be one that'll be one that you you'll know pretty early. You like, will. Like they'll lose to App State and then, then it'll just like, be all over yeah. with and then they'll just If beat. they beat them pretty handily, then you know they're they have a chance. They're another team, though. Like last year, you look at their losses. They lost to Georgia Tech by twenty-three. Um, you want to? You still have time to change that up. Andy. Well, Pittsburgh, they lost by seven. They lost to NC State, which that one they blew. They were up thirty to twenty with like two minutes left, if you remember that on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. e, uh, night after Thanksgiving, and then they gave up two touchdowns, gave up an onside kick. That was just thievery. Uh, they lost to Pitt in overtime, so it's like there's. They beat North, uh, Wake Forest. There's enough talent. I said this a couple weeks ago. It's the second most talented roster in the conference behind Clemson. Uh, Gene Chizik is your new DC, by the way. Really? Bet you didn't know that. I did Coming not out of the booth, that. Cam I did Newton, not. former Auburn coach. Um, Doesn't change my mind at all. Yeah, I don't know that that really That's... wets the appetite, but we're going over. Over, and I'm going under. Um, up next. The Virginia 
Cavaliers. My the team goodness. that nobody ever talks about. Tony Elliott, Clemson offensive coordinator at the helm, and he's got some tools to work with. Does he Loaded ever. wide receiver room. All top three targets come back, as well as Brennan Armstrong, a very talented quarterback. They've got Richmond at Illinois, Old Dominion at Syracuse. That is a – what's the number here? Seven? Six. Six. That's yeah. four right there. This is favorable. Keeping score at home. At Duke makes it five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then things get tricky. Louisville at Georgia Tech, Miami, North Carolina, Pitt, Coastal Carolina, and at Virginia Tech. Andrew, can you just entertain me a little bit? Is there a scenario they start out the season 7-0? and because or, they're or, Virginia, or six, no. <laughs> what about even six and one? Yeah, I mean you're going to be favored in all of those games, but Louisville. But you beat Louisville, you're seven and zero. Yeah, that's homecoming. Can't lose at homecoming. The offense is going to be a fire on all cylinders. Last year, put up 43, 42, 39, 17, 30, 34, 48, 48, 49. Three. Just, just three. <laughs> Brennan Armstrong didn't play that game, though. There I remember that because I picked them in that uh, spread mm-hmm. against <laughs> Notre Dame, and uh, he came out not remember, suited up, I and I was like, well, there goes that one. <laughs> 38 the following week against Pitt, 24. I think this is a sure over here. Six is the number. Six. I'm kind of surprised it's that low. Sorry, seven. That's seven. That's I on was going to say that's on me. I think Virginia Tech is seven. Yes, Virginia. See, this that makes it seven. a little bit, a little bit trickier. Number seven. I'll give you Richmond. I'll give you Illinois. I'll give you Old Dominion. Syracuse. Yeah, I mean, I not outlandish to be five and zero oh, headed to Louisville. Louisville's but, at home. <coughs> excuse me, but then I mean, oh, man, eight and four seems it's going to be a push. I think. I will take – but, I mean, are they going to be the same fun-and-gun offense? I mean, Clemson fans were trying to run Tony Elliott out of town. But Who they're knows? loaded. I mean, they probably – I don't think it's really a question. They have the best receiving room in the conference. And then you're comparing that with a top three or four quarterback in the conference. Um, Yeah, I guess I'll go over. Yeah, I'm over. Yeah. I am kind of surprised by that. I didn't really think that would be where I'd land. I like it. I mean, that offense is looking pretty tasty. Tasty. I like the over there. Now we'll get to the uh, six, the six gamer. Almost had a catastrophe there. Yeah, Virginia Tech. Another first year head coach. That line is at six. Brett Pry, D.C. from Penn State takes over. At Old Dominion. Boston College, Wofford, West Virginia on a Thursday night's year, September. At North Carolina, at Pitt, Miami. That's a rough little stretch there in October. Another bye week on the 22nd. At NC State, Georgia Tech, at Duke, Liberty, and Virginia. The number six, you got to find six of them. Opportunity for a push. I mean, I guess what, Liberty and Old Dominion, Wofford? There's at least three, There's three. And after that, I don't see any gimmies. Even Georgia Tech at home. That's going to be a dogfight. Yeah, I'm going to have to go under. Brett Fry go 5-7 and seven in yeah. the opening year. Under as well. Wouldn't be shocked if they got to 6 somewhere along there. That just seems like the team that will like surprise Miami yeah. some random noon Saturday. But what's more likely here? <coughs> seven, game, seven wins or five. Yeah, seven's really tough to get to. Lofty. 
BC, I think, gets them in week two. West Virginia wouldn't be shocked. But those are both at home, though. Tough place to play. Yeah, I got to go under. Under six. Um, have we disagreed at all this round? Oh, North we have. Carolina. We North have. Carolina. The next two are going to be tough. Tough, tough to, to swallow. <laughs> tough to wrap up the win total segments with these two. We, we maybe we should have started <laughs> with the bad teams. This is the cream of the crop. Yeah, Georgia Tech, the Yellow Jackets. That number three and a half. If you would tell me that Georgia Tech's athletic director absolutely hates Jeff Collins, I would not disagree with you. Jeff Collins entering his fourth year here at Georgia Tech. They have been three wins the last three years. Three and nine and nineteen. Three and seven in the COVID year. Three and nine last year. Just go back to the to the triple option. Just go back to the option. Do it. Let's, let's, when you want some games. When they're you out want of a few. They're out of conferences. Western Carolina, Mississippi at UCF and Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I say your AD hates you and he wants to fire you. Clemson starts it off Western Carolina, Mississippi at UCF at Pitt. Duke the Duke's by, 50-50. It's a dog week, fight. By week, Virginia at Florida State, at Virginia Tech, Miami at North Carolina, and at Georgia. I see one gimme and one dog fight. The number's what? Three and a half. Yeah, they're going three and nine. They're, they're, not, they're not even going to win three games. It's going two and ten here. Western Carolina, Duke. Yeah, you might be right. Duke's a dog fight. <laughs> Man. Maybe they... Sneak up and this is so shock Virginia. So far under. So far under. Jeff Collins, it has been a good run. We bid you farewell. Yes. And I'm sure he would not mind getting out of that situation. (laughs) And last but not least, the Duke Blue Devils. The line is at three. First year head coach. Another, the fourth in this conference. Four teams with new coaches. Temple at Northwestern, North Carolina A&T at Kansas, Virginia, Georgia Tech at Georgia Tech, North Carolina and at Miami before the bye week finally comes on October 29th. I see no gimmies. <laughs> at BC, Virginia Tech at Pitt and Wake Forest. I don't see any wins in November. <laughs> Mike Elko coming from Texas A&M. What you got, sir? I, I see no I see no gimmies. I don't even think North Carolina A and T is a gimme. Uh, last year, this is news to me that their quarterback's name was Gunnar Holmberg. I have no idea. I've never heard that name in my life. He's gone. Looks like it's Riley Leonard going to be taking Riles. over. Riles. Well, actually, Andrew. I'm looking at their schedule from last year. Yes. The teams they beat, North Carolina A&T, Northwestern, and Kansas, all, all of which back. are on the schedule this year. Two of them on the road, Northwestern and Kansas. A little home and home. Oh, boy. They taught Kansas a lesson. Yeah. By, covered the 16-point spread. Beat them by to 19. The, took them to the as, – as they did North Carolina A&T. Also lost to Charlotte in week one. <laughs> Oh, man, they just aren't even competitive. They're getting slaughtered every week. They lost to Georgia Tech by four. Virginia beat them by 48. (laughs) 48 to nothing. They didn't manage to score in that one. The number is three or three and a half? (laughs) Three. Temple, North Carolina, A&T, you got to split Northwestern or Kansas See, to get a push. I think, they, I think they split the games they won last year, and they go two and one in those, and that's their only two wins. So they're losing to Temple? 
Oh, yeah, that's true. Slight um, favorite against Temple. I'm going to go... It's probably a push, but they're not winning four games. I'm going to say they are. I oh, say, I say they... I'm looking at you October 8th at Georgia Tech. Because okay. Jeff Collins could be fired by then. And who knows? And that might be a good thing, actually, though. Playing, playing hard for the coach. I think it is going to be a three and niner, but I believe in it. I'm like, it's my bandy pick of the ACC. I, you I believe you got to, go. got to push him over the limit there. I'll go under. Let's go. Let's disagree on this one. About time. We disagree. I'll go under. That's that is lofty. Four wins is lofty expectations for Four the, first, for the worst team in the ACC. Four first year coaches. I think that means most of them are safe next year. Jeff Collins at Georgia Tech, I think he is gone. Narduzzi at Pitt and Mac Brown at North Carolina aren't going anywhere unless Mac retires. Uh, so I think that's probably your only coaching change come next season is old Jeff Collins in Atlanta. What a conference. <sighs> ACC. A coastal, coastal division. So you've got... You went over for Pitt or under? Oh, man. I think I went under, didn't I? If that's the case, you're clearly taking the Canes. You took the over for the Canes and the under for Carolina, unless you got Virginia uh, sneaking under. I took the over, I think, for for Pitt, right? Did you? Maybe. We'll have to listen to it back. Well, we will. We'll We'll iron out all those details. Um, So what, Canes and? For me, it's going to come down to Canes and Heels. I'll pray on that one. I don't love it because it's, it's at Miami, and Miami is off a bye week for that one. Heels are going to be terrible this year. <laughs> okay. Terrible. That's, that's Just settle, terrible. Settles that. Because I know what I'm talking about. Yes, you um, do. That takes care of all of our win totals. What a journey the we win are, totals have been. I've charted. Done. I've charted them all. I think we got to about 70 teams picked. The Power Five, maybe even more than that. And what then the doing? 15 non-Power Five. So it'll be interesting to look back and see uh, content, see how we did there and yeah. compare it to the rest of the world. Last win total, really our last, you know, smaller preseason episode. Now it's just weekly. Full throttle. Weekly episodes from here through January, folks. Mm. January, uh, well, I, I say January, probably December sometime. There's a little lull in yeah. between the, the bowl season Which, stuff. If, if we're both in town, though, we might. Last year, it was kind of our conflicting schedules. Yeah. I left for a little bit. You left, and so we couldn't meet up. So we might be able to keep it keep it plowing ahead yeah. Uh, yeah. better this year. Well, that's it for us. We will see you next week on the Prevent D-Gate College Football Podcast.